Welcome to another episode of I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller. I am Amir. Fergie's about to jump on. We are all over the Phoenix Suns Clippers series, and I am ecstatic that the Clippers lost. Phoenix won. Chris Paul balled out. Uh, we get into a little bit of the Milwaukee series and some trades. Listen in. Christopher, is it James Ferguson? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Here we go. All right. So um, I know you didn't want to come on today because you lost everything last week. That's okay. You lost both your games. And well, technically, you're still in the hunt for the Milwaukee-Atlanta uh, series. Yep. But um, so you basically lost 700 damn so that takes you down to 12,550 that's still pretty damn good and um i called the phoenix series okay and yeah. i put big money on that bad boy put a thousand on that one oh. and then i actually won one of the games which was a phoenix one and i had big money on that one so i went up um 1200 which took me to 6100 oh i ain't scared all right all right that's what they say that's what they say mm -hmm. all right let's just jump right into it give me the thoughts about the clippers uh phoenix uh yeah phoenix was by far the the better team obviously without leonard uh you know there phoenix just showed uh team basketball obviously chris paul you really had something to prove especially in staples against the clippers you could tell that second half he just he wanted to stick it to him even that last technical that he had where he looked over at the bench and whatever he said he wanted all this you know all the fake smoke i should say and he wanted to kind of he wanted it about him for a little bit and oh, yeah. good for him he deserves it he deserved to be in that light and he had an amazing game took him to the final. So kudos to them. Um, you know, the reporter asked afterwards, uh, Paul George about the series and stuff and shit with Kawhi Leonard, who knows what that series looks like. I mean, let's be honest. One of the top five or 10 best players in the game is missing for the whole series. Um, I'm not going to lie. I think the clips probably if Kawhi is fully healthy, uh, probably would have got him. Um, we'll never know, but, uh, that's, that's the game. You know, you, you play the team that's in front of you. You can't worry about injuries or not because every year injuries happen in every sport. So you play the schedule you got and the who is, who's across the, you know, lining up from you. I, you know, um, the injury thing is interesting because every team they played in this playoffs, one of their stars was injured. Lakers, mm -hmm. AD, Murray against, you know, in Denver, and then now Leonard. But that's just kind of like how NBA goes. You know, that the year Toronto won, half of fucking Golden State's roster <laughs> either torn yeah. ACL or, you know, whatever. So there's that. And then, um, I mean, that's part of the game. It's just like the cup that it's series a couple of years ago where I think Phoenix took Golden State to seven. And Chris Paul's usually on the opposite end where he's getting injured and it costs them the series, right? So 
maybe, you know, maybe it's just not karma, but like he just got kind of on the other side of it for once instead of somebody, even when he was on the Clippers, Blake got injured one series. He got injured in one series, you know, like it just happens. It is what it is, but yeah, he balled I mean, out. Every, everybody's saying, yeah, he absolutely did. You know, people talking about, oh, is there going to be an asterisk next to this or not? There will never be because like you just said, a few years ago, with the Warriors, the injuries there. Nobody talks about that right now. Nobody mentions that year where Toronto, oh, they got lucky or anything like that. It just it just happened. So as the years pass, it's in the moment right now where it says, oh man, maybe they had an easier run. It doesn't matter if you yeah. win the chip. You you you're you're etched in history. You know. For yeah, I mean, like, look, we remember it because it's recent history. But in the I think it was '86 or <clears throat> no, it was '89. Lakers, Detroit. I think Magic and Byron Scott got injured against Detroit and they got swept out of the finals. And so wasn't it, worthy? wasn't it worthy or something like that? Worthy got injured against um, in uh, with the Bulls. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he, it might've been worthy for that other series too, but I remember like there's two guys that got injured for one of those uh, what's it called series, the Detroit, it just always happens. But over time, no one really remembers that unless you're a diehard Laker fan or something like that, you know? So um, yeah. it's just longevity within, especially this season where I think it was the, when Giannis got injured, it was like the 11th star that got injured. And then this is the craziest stat I, I heard today. Out of the 15 All-NBA team, only one player actually didn't get injured in this playoffs. That's nuts. Paul George. And I'm not saying it's because of... A part of it, I think, could be for like for LeBron or like even Miami, those players, because they went so far into the finals and then got a short offseason. But like Atlanta was done in March, so they had longer than they needed to recover. So there's, you know, there's certain things that like you can't blame on. It's just little freak stuff. Yeah. I mean, come on. Trey turns it over and then takes a quick step back and steps on the refs. Like that's just super random. Giannis, how many times is he jumping up and he just, the guy kind of gets in front of his leg. That's just weird stuff happens all the time. I mean, I mean, thankfully he didn't, neither of them have long term injuries. Yeah. Thank thank goodness. That uh, would definitely not have wanted to see that, but uh, you know, looking at, looking at this series tonight, I mean, the bucks, they took a three, two lead. Um, they, they took it to him tonight. The Hawks fought back. I got to give them credit. I mean, they were down 20 in a blink of an eye. It was like 30 to 10 in the first quarter at one point and they battled back. So give them a lot of credit. Um, Nate McMillan, what he's done with that team. There's, there's no quit in that team, which is pretty, pretty cool. So, you know, we'll see. There's speak. Well, there's, there's so many things I want to get into, but like the one thing that I appreciate what Phoenix did that actually Milwaukee wasn't able to do in the last game is they took advantage of Leonard not being there. Whereas Giannis and Milwaukee, they were down by like 20 with within like the first 10 minutes of the, uh, of the game where uh, yeah. Trey wasn't there, you know, they could be up three, one, they could have ended it tonight, you mm. know? Well, um, and you think that's coaching too. So they didn't come out with, with the game plan of, we need to get on them early. They might fold without their leader, Trey Young. And they didn't. They gave them hope. And that's all any team needs yep. in any sport yep. is the glimmer of hope that you could possibly win that game, that match, that fight, whatever it is. And then once you have that, man, that confidence starts to build and build and build. And yeah, you're right. It's I don't think Milwaukee came out with the energy that they needed 
two games ago to put them on their ass yeah. where they needed to be. They should have dominated that game and ended it tonight, yeah. in my yeah. opinion. I mean, well, like even last night's game, Phoenix came out and was up early and they just kept extending the lead and it just made it harder for the Clippers when as soon as they'd make a run, Phoenix would come back with another, you know, four, five, six point run. And then they just kept doing that. At some point, you just like, you get worn out and they did get worn out, you know? And so um, that, and then I wanted to bring up how, I know we make fun of Lou for being weird with his coaching and stuff like that, but isn't it so dramatically different that last year, if Clippers were down 0-2, they were going to lose because of Doc and everything that Doc does. They were down 0-2 all three series, and they made a goal. Well, they won the first two, and they made a good run for this one too. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't necessarily love Lou as a, a coach, but he's doing something in the locker room to get these guys motivated to come out and like ball and not give up. Yeah, you know how I, you know how I'm sad to see that's going to probably leave and go get a bag is uh, Reggie Jackson. Did you see him tearing <clears throat> up? That's <clears throat> talk about a guy you want on your on your team that just hey i i hope he gets paid um he played extremely well in the postseason when you need to show up right yeah. you show up and and get paid during that time of year and he's going to get paid somewhere else really big and depending on what's going on in that locker room uh i don't know if a lot of guys stick around or not i mean i don't know your opinion on this but when your supposed leader is sitting up in a freaking suite and not on the bench, giving real time coaching, help dialogue, whatever you want to call it. You're trying to tell me in the middle of a game during a free throw or during a quick, you know, quick timeout, he can't provide some sort of value of what he's seen on the floor for God's sakes. During a small timeout, he pulls one of the young guys aside and says, canard, this is what we need from you on this pick and roll or this defense, something like that. Some little nugget information that can make the difference. But yet he's sitting up there in the suite with his agent and his whoever yeah. is in there. Yeah. Give me a break, man. That is not a dude that I want to go to, to battle with. I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, look, we've had stars when they get injured, not come to the game, right? They're not sitting on the bench. They're not in the stadium. They're quote unquote rehabbing or whatever they're doing. But when they do come, they're sitting on the bench. I This is the first time I can remember where, especially if it's a superstar, he's not even near the team. He's sitting in a suite. Like, sit next to the owner. Sit next to, like, the GM. Why are you having – why – like, it just blows my mind. Like, I, that's what my theory is. Like, he's gone. He's, he's sitting up top and, like – this is the team I'm stuck with if I sign again because I'm looking at their roster right now. They are they've paid so these guys are stuck with Paul George for another one, two, four seasons for big 39, 42, 45, 48. Okay. They got uh, Marcus Morris for three more. They got Luke Kennard for four more. Those three combined max them out well yeah i I mean now that you watch what we did see uh i I think he's gone for sure there's there's no way around that and if you're rehabbing or you're just claiming to be rehabbing and not at the arena that's great you know what 
I don't really care if you're not at the arena. I don't need to know where you're at because you can, you can always just say, Oh, he was rehabbing. That's fine. But when you are healthy enough, not sick to be around, you know, the players or whatever it is, right. If you're not in quarantine and all stuff, how are you not there? What are you afraid? Somebody's going to roll into your knee or something like that. Then sit in the third row right? for God's sakes. Somebody is not diving for a loose ball into the third row and going to take your knee out. Like, sit with your team and give them some props, give them some motivation during a closeout fucking game. Yeah. Give them some hope that they can keep pushing through and winning games. I mean, it just shows no, no team loyalty. in, in my opinion, just really, really quite sad. Yeah. Well, the, this, that entire team was, it's just weird. So we know what's the cousins isn't coming back, right? Cousins, this is the thing that's frustrating with Cousins. He's a, such a good player, but his temper and his just like, you're always expecting the foul out. Like, yeah. you just are. You're expecting to get a technical or foul out because he's just like, he's, he's, it seems like he's an idiot. Like, he doesn't understand. Yeah. He just doesn't understand how the game is played, even though he's so talented. And then Beverly, I, th- I thought he should have been, he should be suspended for a couple of games into next season. Yeah. Like that's just like cheap shot as cheap as it can get. Well, there, there needs to be a, there needs to be a, a fine associated and multiple game suspension where, where he's getting his check reduced. I mean, yeah. that that's in all honesty, it's almost as much as, as swinging on somebody. Because if you think of, if you think about what you're, what you're potentially doing to a yeah. guy who's not expecting that in the back, whiplash, shit, shit, whiplash call, right? call me soft or anything, but that could have, that could have potentially done something to his neck or his yep. back to where he was out. And then what happens if he's out for all of the NBA finals? Yep. Well, I mean, what, yep. are, what are we calling for here? Like there would be some sort of regulation where guys would be kicked out for uh, two weeks, a month. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. No, so. I, I think he's going to be suspended. I, I think he should be, but so here I'm looking at the roster. So basically the point guards that they have for next year, and they're pretty big contracts, Patrick Beverly, 14 million, Rajon Rondo, seven and a half million. Rondo will be gone. He's going to go again to. Yeah, but he's. They have to trade him. Yeah, they'll they'll trade him for something. I don't think they'll they'll want to keep him. He's going to want to go to a, another contender again and and move along if they don't think that he was a good piece. What did he do for him this year? Not much. I mean, Reggie Jackson's the one that did everything for them. So, so. there you go. If you got a new, yeah. if you are able to re-sign Reggie somehow, yeah. you get yeah. rid of Rondo and let him. You know. They thought he was going to be that missing piece that Rondo was for the Lakers last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it turn out that way. It was it was an interesting series. Um, who do you think they match up better with on the East? Um. Well, shit. It a lot. Depends. Or do you think they're the favorites now? The Suns. Yeah. Absolutely. Over the other two teams, no matter what. No matter what. Uh, because really of, over Milwaukee. Over Milwaukee because we don't know with injuries what that's, that's going to look true. like. That's true. That's true. So that's without, well, you know, without Giannis, we have no idea. Like with the Bucks, without him, they, I mean, if they're not hitting some threes and Brooke Lopez isn't going off for thirty-five points, <laughs> um, which he's not going to do against Aiton, uh, you know, we'll see. But yeah, yeah I, I think the Suns, the way that they're playing for the last, I mean not three series. I mean, the whole, the whole playoffs right now, they're playing super strong. They got a lot of, um, a lot of players playing at a high level. 
knowing their role. And I definitely think they're the favorites. I would pick them to win the championship right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that I'm going to enjoy watching the next couple of days and see if it goes into a seven game, seven game series, because as of now, we don't know if Trey's coming back for game six, nor Giannis. Right. So it could be very, um, very interesting. Next couple of days. I would be very, very surprised if Trey young was not on the floor for the closeout yeah. game. six. I could see Giannis I mean, not playing the series though. I'm going to bet it all that he, he will be back for you. Want to put, you want to bet you want to put some of the fictitious money on there? Sure, I'm going to bet 500 that he is going to play in game six. All right, so Chris. Trey Young will be out there. Young will play in game. Unless you read something that I didn't, that he has like a torn <laughs> tendon or something like that, he is going to play. Yeah, no, I, I assume he's going to play too. I just, just be, he's going he's gonna to do, if nothing else, what AD did. Play yeah. for a few minutes, you know, test it out. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, yeah. and you'll still win your money. So. so I have a question for you. Do you think the Suns have the right blend of players, or are they missing uh, a component? I was talking with my, with my pop the other night, and he was, he was saying, oh, the Suns, the only thing they're missing is a, is a strong power forward inside. I totally disagree with him, and I said, I don't think so, because here's the problem you're running into. The game has changed so much now where – you have one big guy in the paint, Aiton, right now. You don't need that, that other big six six ten power forward. I said the game is changing, and you have Crowder and Bridges who do enough of the work inside getting some loose ball rebounds and stuff where they can play that three four position. And yeah. Aiton is there to kind of clean it up in the middle. So, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I'm actually I have their roster pulled up right now. Um, I kind of agree with what you're dad is saying but i would say it's more of a twist on they need somebody similar which is hard to find but like something similar to an ad where they're kind of a center but they play as a forward does that make sense like they're athletic but there's very few of those you know so no but he said but he's saying somebody that's like a bruising powerful no that league doesn't need that anymore that's that's just center you know he's he's old old school coach From back in the day, who thinks yeah. you should line up center, power forward, no. small forward, shooting guard? No. I, I mean, Jay Crowder is that guy, right? Yeah. Jay Crowder is that guy. He's the banger for that team. And what he does, he stretches the floor. Exactly. Yeah. You get yeah. that that the other man, four man out of the out of the key, and that allows Chris Paul yeah. to roam yeah. free inside and make those yeah. little mid range. So yeah, I so think no, they it's like perfect dynamic. If if like for example, they're to replay the Lakers. And they had AD. Who would you put on AD on this roster? You put Aiton, but at some point he's probably going to get in foul trouble trying to guard him because AD is going to take him out off, you know, stretch stretch him out, take him out to the three point line. So he might get in foul trouble. Besides that, there's very few other players you have to worry about that that can do that to him. Giannis maybe, but Giannis is in a big guy. Like you could put Crowder on him to you know. I think you could put Crowder on him, and I think the league is is figuring out a little bit you build that wall type yeah. thing yeah um, even if it's not double teaming you run some guys do some movement get him off of that i'm just gonna back up and attack you i mean if you build a wall he's yeah. gonna pass it to the other shooters and if they're yeah. not hitting uh they're, and then you know they have tory craig who is unsung like that man plays a very important role in the playoffs if you're good, like if you're in the playoffs and you need him, 
he's the guy that you want on your team. You know, he's a very guys, good player. And these guys play bigger than their, I yep. mean, than yep. what they are. You got yep. Yep. Cameron Payne is going to get paid this summer. <laughs> um, Reggie Jackson is going to get paid this summer. Did you see? Okay. So going back to, you know, point guards, shooter wants somewhere oh. between 100 to 120 million. And you know what blows my fucking mind? Someone's going to pay him. And I hope yeah. it's not the Lakers, but I, someone's going to pay him. I can't believe it either, but you're right. Somebody is going to pay him. Yeah. And whatever team it is, I, you know, I can see something stupid, like, um, I, don't, I mean, I don't even know what, what team right now is that, that dumb to do it, but you can see something like the magic or some random Chicago team. looks like they might go after him. Um, Chicago, New yeah. York said they, they were interested because they have big space, you know, they have, uh, um, some cap space, but like, yeah, I see like an Orlando or I see like, um, I, I don't know, like some team that's like, mediocre or yeah. just they have some money and they're like no one's coming to us so let's just sign somebody you know like, like the timberwolves if they got rid of um d'angelo russell somehow yeah they yeah. would go after him yeah. some random Shit. trade i wouldn't even mind if lakers signed and traded for d and got him back he'd work well with he'd work well with uh lebron and ad he's That'd a good three-point shooter he can score when he needs to so speaking of uh, a couple little trades, did you hear about uh, the Golden State Warriors? What the the talk of it is? Well, talk you tell me which, which you, I've heard a couple. Of, uh, yeah. So the one that was kind of interesting is there were talks about trading Wiseman uh -huh. and the seventh pick for Pascal Siakam. I heard it was Wiseman, the seventh pick, and it had to, Wiggins has to be included in it for the money. And for what? For that? for the money to match because oh, I, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear about anybody else. I just heard those two as the main. Stage. I think that's too much for Pascal. Yeah. I I'm, I think he's overrated. Okay. Would you, I, you know, it, it's really hard to say because this is the first year that he was the main guy, right? Yeah. He developed so much from last season to this season without Kawhi. Um, I mean, I have to pull it up and look at his, and, and look at his, his stat line. I, I don't know his numbers this year. I'm going to look it up real, real quick to see how he did. Um, the other one, did you hear, which is the, uh, the one that I suggested was the, they give up Wiseman, Wiggins, the seventh, the, I think you said they have the 14th pick or something. Yeah, like something that. Like, yeah. And like three more first round draft picks for um, Dame. God, you know, that sounds so beautiful. Like <laughs> just from a basketball fan perspective, I would if you love... had those three on the same team. I think every single game would be on TNT or ESPN, oh, yeah. but I don't think that's a smart move for them. And I think, dude, I think you put those three together. You just need one decent big man that lane is going to be wide open because that court is gonna like any of those three come past half court you have to guard them yes so that court goes from being you know 22 feet of defense to 30 feet to cover it just worries me if you are a big time warrior fan 
that yes, you, you, you're going to put yourself in a good position to maybe win another championship. Right. I, I would think so. A pretty yeah. good. Yeah. They'd be, if they made that trade, they would be, if not number one, number two, like, okay. so that's them. fine. Now I know you can't play afraid of injuries and all that stuff, but you're, you're really putting yourself in a situation where the future now is not super bright. I mean, we're talking four years down the, down the line, Curry, how many more years does he left? You don't know how Clay's going to return from, we're all anticipating right. he's going to come back right. uh, superstar, but how many years left does Dame have? Let's, I mean, let, let me ask you this though. We, we said this before you would take one championship for every decade and be happy as a Dallas fan. Golden state has already won. They, they just need one more and Steph is locked it. He's already locked in, but like you're basically putting the stamp on, Hey, a great career with a solid roster for two more years. Say, say they go to the finals once and win one and that's it. They blow it up. They have nothing else for 10 years. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, but I don't know what they're trying to do. If they're trying to just continue, continue a nice run. I yeah. mean, you're, you're trying to say you, that. They, of course you're trying to, but doesn't yeah, but, mean that. but right now, are they that far off right now? Yeah. They're not going to beat the Lakers with that roster. They're not going to like, do you think Phoenix with uh, Chris Paul Booker and Aiden against that roster? Who would you take? Yeah. But, you but you don't think there's a free agent or some a few guys that are going to go out there and want to play with still play with Curry, with Thompson, Wiggins, Wiseman, and Green. <laughs> I mean that's a pretty pretty solid group already. And then you get a couple of free agents plus you know your picks coming in. I I just I think that's too much in my opinion for Dame. And trust me, it would be amazing. I just feel as a put on my GM hat right. that would be risking a hell of a lot. Well, would you, okay, what was the other one is, would you, uh, did you hear about the Wolves wanting Ben Simmons? And they, they're basically willing to part ways with uh, Edwards. Ooh, man. I wouldn't. That is, that's a really tough call. And there, yeah, there's word on the street that they like really, really, yeah. really. Yeah, but that's the same uh, organization back. that drafted three point guards. We talked about this, three point guards, yeah. and none of them were Steph Curry. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, th- yeah, I, <laughs> I, I don't know what I don't know what you see in him as he's not your closer, right? Nope. So you're getting him to play alongside Carl Anthony Towns and right? D'Lo and D'Lo, which. Okay, nice little formidable spot, but you're in the same thing that you were before. Yeah. He's not going to be on the floor the last five minutes of any well, clutch game. So that, what, do you, what do you want him for? Those three don't intimidate any teams that were in the playoffs right now in the yeah. West. Top yeah. eight, they don't intimidate, and they wouldn't beat any of those eight teams, right? Yeah. And, and, I, and I do think what, what Edwards did his rookie year, that is way too quick. Yeah, to pull the trigger and trade him away for yeah. the contract that he currently has right now, still on the rookie contract. Um, you got you got to try to ride that out at least another year and see if he develops that second year. Uh, if he develops significantly, man, you may you you have a nice cost um, effective salary that yeah. you can. Play I with. will say this though: if they did Simmons for D'Lo, I would do it in a heartbeat. For D'Lo, yeah, yeah. Because that actually makes sense for the 76ers. You have a solid point guard 
who can run a really good pick and roll with uh, Embiid. And then you just have a couple of good, sh- you have Seth Curry on the side shooting threes. Like you have a decent roster around that. Yeah. No, you I, know? yeah. I mean, the, that's what, the that's about, a team that I can see was- Reggie Jackson. If they have money signing Reggie Jackson or, um, you know, like a point guard that's available right now, or uh, your boy in Utah, who's a free agent, Conley, I can see them going after him, you know? Which team, Minnesota or 76ers? Uh, 76ers. Okay. So then they wouldn't they wouldn't have to get back a point guard for Ben Simmons then, technically. No. no. No, no, You know? Because Conley can play off the ball, too. You know, he's a good shooter, so he, he doesn't necessarily have to have the ball. So yeah, there's, it's there's just- some options, I guess. If you're the 76ers, there's some people that – that covet and want Ben Simmons. So yeah. you yeah. might be able to find some really good suitors and then in free agency, be able to pick up a nice point guard or yeah. something else. Yeah. You know, package a trade. So um, let me ask you this. Do you have, do you want to make any wages in the next two games or one or two, at least I guess Friday night's game. Friday night is game six at the Hawks. Um, oh God. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> How about this? I will make a bet. I'm going to, since you already bet 500 bucks, I will bet, I will bet, let's say 200 that Milwaukee will win. Okay. You think they're going to close it out, huh? I think they're going to close it. I don't think they, I don't think they want to make it a game seven and um, test the waters as a game seven. Because I don't, if they go to game seven, my money would be on Atlanta. Okay. So then we won't, the, the NBA finals might start before our next pod. We'll, we'll text before the gate, the our pod and we'll make our bets before the first game. We'll make Doesn't sure matter. that happens. Sons. But I do have, Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Well, we got to make sure how many games, you know, Fair enough. Um, but I do have a quick game. If you want to play, if not, Go. we don't have to. Let's do it. All right. So it's, it's, it's related to the finals. I'm going to ask, give, I have a list of, the most points scored in the NBA playoffs total. Give me top 10. This year? No, total. Ever. God. Um, LeBron? No, LeBron's number one. Uh, Kobe? Um, Kobe is up there. Uh, let's go Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is up there. He's number six. Kobe go was Shaq. four. We're going to go Shaq. Shaq is five. Uh, let's go Jordan. Jordan is two. Um, who else been there a lot? Uh, Kareem. Kareem is three. Yeah, I don't know if any of that. Let's go. Uh, maybe Larry Bird. He put Larry up enough. Bird, I, don't no. he, I don't think he put up enough. No, he didn't play long enough. And yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I, so you're missing. You have the top six. You need seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, I'll give you a clue for six. Can we go Curry? Curry? No, not yet. Not yet, huh? Okay. Um, uh, oh, uh, boy, uh, our boy D Wade, maybe. He was in there for a lot of years. No, 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 D Wade. What about um? Uh, he is the logo. Oh, Jerry West. Okay, he's eighth. Um, Same. the the man who uh. Had a very specific dunk, like fo- pose. Made oh, um, he had a little uh, assist uh, partner in, cl- in crime. 
Shit, I, I don't even know. Long about. career. Oh, oh, Carl Malone. Yep, Carl Malone, number seven. Malone. One player is, number nine is still active. Okay, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, West, he, West, Western Conference or Eastern Conference? Eastern Conference. Made it to the second round. God, I mean, already, are we saying Harden is already up there? He hasn't no, played that many no, years. In but his teammate. Oh, we're talking Kevin Durant? Mm-hmm. Wow, already, huh? Yeah, and then the last one, 10, his partner um, is on this list too. Kyrie? No, no, no. Uh, Tim Duncan. Uh, oh, David Robinson? No, surprisingly, Tony Parker. What? I... God, a lot of I the would, other ones. You could have given ones. me a thousand guesses, and I wouldn't have gotten that. I mean, eventually get down to him. You think about the teams that have played fifteen years. And I would have picked it. Ginobili over him, though. Yeah, I bet Parker there for a few years, though. Towards the end of Duncan's time, Parker was one of the the main but scoring. You wouldn't options. expect them to be in the top ten. No, no, I wouldn't. You know, that, like that's a good I, list. That, I was like, like Dwayne Wade is eleven. Larry Bird is twelve. Okay. Um, Hakeem, Dirk, Pippen, you know, all these guys in the top 20. James Harden is 20. But, like, what? how the fuck did Tony Parker make in the top okay, 10? So, so, my, so my D. Wade one wasn't too far off. That's no, good. no, you were, the difference is about 1,000 points between D. Wade and Tony. Yeah, so. some of these guys, you know, thinking about how many points they're putting up in the – and Curry, I guarantee, next five years Curry? he's going to be top 10. Curry's number 28. So he's got roughly about two, uh, about 1,500 to make it. And he'll make, I mean, easy. Yeah. I think four seasons of playoffs games and he'll make it. So. Yeah. They make it to second or third round a couple of those years, yeah. putting up 25 a night or whatever. Yeah. yeah he'll yeah. get there too. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm excited. You know what? Talking Warriors basketball, I know they're, you know, Mavericks are my team, but. I'm excited to see the Warriors back with some of those oh, players yeah. again. And I cannot yeah. wait to see what they decide to do. Um, as much as I disagreed with your trade for Lillard, I have a feeling they are going to make a splash and do something. I don't know if I agree with it, but I think they are going to go push the chips all in again and say, we have a small window with Curry health wise, et cetera. Let, let's do it. So, And once again, it reconfirms why Boston shouldn't have made that trade so early. Yeah, there's so many teams that would have wanted Kemba and given him more for that guy. You know, it's just interesting. So, all right, guys, thank you. Good luck to Milwaukee Friday. Give me some money. I hopefully Trey is just not feeling it for game five. Oh, he's gonna be in that starting lineup. He's shivering, baby. (laughs) Give me the little shimmy. He's yeah, he's shivering because he's got so much ice on his goddamn ankles. (laughs) Still doing the shimmy. All right, kiddos. We'll all see you next week. Good luck to your teams. Peace. Later.